Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Miles Kingston, General Manager of the Smart Home Group within the Client Computing Group at Intel. Miles, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. So, Miles, why don't we just get started and talk about the Smart Home Group and what is the purview of your organization? How does that fit into Intel's broader strategy? So, I've been at Intel for about 18 years, and for the last four or five years, we had been very focused on the PC and new evolving use cases where we thought the PC could be a great device to go and tackle those types of workloads. And what we started seeing was that the PC is a fantastic tool for doing these things, but lots of customers were actually building purpose-built products to go enable some of these use cases. And so we really started to go and focus on what can we do to try and help grow this new market of smart home devices and you know, provide the building blocks that Intel has historically been providing to make it easier for more people to come to market and innovate in this space. Now, Intel has had a history of working within the umbrella of smart home and bringing smart and connected home products to the marketplace. How has that evolved over time, and how do you differentiate a smart home from a connected home? So first of all, it really has evolved a lot over the last five years. The sheer amount of data that has been created and that is now available added to the enhancements in the computing capabilities, both in the cloud and locally, has now really helped with this dawn of the artificial intelligence. And we now have so much available processing to manage all of the data that's being created. So I think that's kind of why now it feels much more real than it has in the past. In terms of how our strategy has evolved, in our organization, we've been very focused on the connected home for years, and it was truly that. It was getting the connectivity to the home. So we sell silicon into cable modems, into the kind of the network infrastructure that you get from your service providers. So we've historically done that, and we're going to continue to do that. We've since also then been very focused on how do we improve the connectivity within the home. And we've been selling silicon into Wi-Fi routers and access points. So now we've worked on the connectivity to the home, the connectivity within the home. And now we are very focused on now that we have all of these connected devices in the home, how do we kind of establish the ideal platform for enabling these smart home use cases within the home? And obviously, the consumer has evolved in terms of the desire for more connective control of their home environment. Tell me which use cases are emerging that are interesting in terms of new capabilities that you're bringing into this world. There's a couple of things. So many of our homes have gotten extremely connected. And, you know, I'll take my house as an example. I think I have 60 devices connected to my access point and another 60 sensors attached to a hub. And it doesn't feel very smart yet. I have absolute control over the infrastructure and I can turn lights on and off and change the temperature and you know turn on sprinklers remotely, but it's still very much a reactionary use case. I think what we're looking for in the future is when the home truly does become more responsive to what's going on inside and outside of it. 
and can become more autonomous and actually taking actions on its own versus just sending alerts to somebody on their cell phone. And so that's very much what we're focused on is how can we have the home kind of take on this greater role for people. And actually, that's where I was going to go is ask you, what is the integration of predictive analytics and artificial intelligence into the technology that fuels smart home? Where are we today and where are we going in the next few years within the industry? So I think what we have seen in smart home today is that the introduction of voice within the home has made it much easier for people to start adopting smart home technology and actually manage their smart homes. I think what we see is kind of the next future use case is bringing vision to the home. And that vision could be cameras on the exterior. It could be motion sensors or vision sensors on the interior for privacy reasons. And that really unlocks many new use cases around safety, security, sustainability, comfort, et cetera. And kind of an interesting data point, I read an article that basically said for the human brain, 60% of the horsepower is used to manage the data created by the eyes. And so I think we should assume, you know, kind of analogous in the home that once we have this vision capability in the home, the amount of rich data that gets created that will feed the artificial intelligence, I think it's really going to enable some pretty amazing new use cases. One thing that comes to mind, though, is what is the role of silicon in this in order to enable these new rich computing experiences? And how is Intel getting ready to fuel these experiences? Today, much of the artificial intelligence is done in the cloud. And you've probably been hearing about machine learning and deep learning. There's all of this rich data that's available and the data is housed within the cloud. And so within the cloud, training is being done on that data so that it can kind of create these algorithms on how to find a face when analyzing many frames of video footage. Once it's been trained, then there's the inferencing piece, which is how do you now run new data through this algorithm that was created through the training to actually figure out, okay, you know, yes, there was a face and let's determine, you know, who that face was. So that requires a significant amount of horsepower, which most of that today is done in our data centers because, you know, we can have Xeon-based data centers processing all of that workload. In the future, we believe there will continue to be lots of training and inferencing done in the cloud, but for either latency or privacy or cost reasons, doing some of that training and inferencing locally with silicon in the home will be extremely beneficial as well. Yeah, so it sounds like you want to move some of that workload, the part that makes sense that's either unique to that particular customer because it's taking in data from their home or stuff that you don't want to send all the way to a cloud data center and then back again. You're going to drive more complete compute into those edge devices. Exactly. The types of examples you can give around that is in these future use cases, just like people today are adopting multiple voice-enabled devices in their home, if we assume they do the same thing with vision-based devices, all of a sudden, you know, if you have multiple cameras or vision sensors creating many frames of video footage, you can't really practically send all of that up to the cloud and expect to get a quick response on what to do with that information. And I think it's very analogous to what we're seeing today with autonomous driving and drones, whereby they don't necessarily have connectivity to the cloud and they need to make split-second decisions so that they can avoid accidents. And so a lot of the artificial intelligence there is being done locally as well. And I think while the requirements for a split-second decision may not be the exact same in the smart home, 
you definitely wouldn't want to wait, you know, an hour to get feedback that, oh, there was actually a fire started on the kitchen stove, but it took us a while to analyze, you know, whether it was truly a fire or something else. You know, you want to get that feedback very quickly. Very exciting stuff. When you look at who we're working with, to deliver the solutions. Are there any key partners that we've got in this space? Yeah, I mean, Intel's business model thrives. You know, we can create a horizontal building blocks and a horizontal business model so that we can enable many more customers so that we can sell lots of silicon. We are partnering very closely today with Amazon and we're in the Echo Show. And we did announce previously a speech-enabling developer kit that runs Alexa. So basically what we're trying to do is create these hardware building blocks to make it easier if you're a product manufacturer and you want to integrate voice or some of these future use cases into your platform, we want to have some building blocks available where we've tried to take out, say, 70 to 80% of the engineering work to get the product done. And what makes Intel the right partner for these companies as they're looking to go to market with new innovative solutions? I think there's a couple things. I think, one, you know, Intel has been synonymous with hardware expertise over the last 40 to 50 years. So we've been spending lots of years doing this, whether it be in the PC and data centers now in autonomous driving and IoT. So long history of working in this space. And then also, if you look at the sheer number of assets, we have both silicon and software tools all the way from the cloud to the actual edge device itself. So we've got communications and connectivity chips. We've got server class processors. We've got PC class processors. We've got edge class processing. So we've really got this broad range of assets. And then, like I mentioned, and the software tools that make it easier for somebody to partner with us. Very exciting stuff, Miles. Would love to have you back on the show again soon to hear more about the advancements in the space. In the meantime, where would you send folks for more information about the smart home solutions we're delivering in the market? You can just go to www.intel.com forward slash smart home. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the program today. It was a real pleasure. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash big data, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 